0: Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Despite the fact that vehicle prices are down from the record highs reached during the pandemic, they're still getting more expensive. With an increasing number of people now paying more than $1,000 a month to finance a new vehicle, you might not make enough money to put that new pickup in your driveway. Let's talk a minute. Yes, yes. The average price of a new vehicle is almost $50,000. The average price of a used vehicle is over $26,000. If you follow the guidelines that financial uh, literacy people tell you to follow relative to budgets and things, then yeah, most people are living above their means when it comes to their car payments. In fact, one of them even made the quote and they said that, you know, the problem with Household budgets is very often sitting in the driveway. hmm Yeah. The average annual percentage rate right now is 7.4%. The average monthly loan payment hit an all-time high of $736 a month. Now, I'm going to blow your mind here because I was looking at some numbers, and I want to skip down, and I'm going to cycle back to some information. On top of the monthly payment, car owners are facing higher costs this year for auto insurance, car repairs, and gasoline. Listen carefully. Not counting the monthly loan payment. Not counting borrowing the money. It now costs an average of $12,182 a year to own a brand new car. And that's according to AAA. AAA. And AAA's tally includes depreciation costs, finance charges, fuel, insurance, annual fees, taxes, maintenance, repairs, and tires. That breaks down to $1,013 a month. And they even ruminate that used to be housing costs had traditionally been the biggest expense in a household budget with cars coming in second. But that gap is closing between the two. They add. Now, let me give you this. Right now for used cars the average percentage rate was 11.2% with an average monthly payment of $567 a month. So you're only looking at what about 130 100 and well probably about $160 swing between new and used. Yeah. Yeah. Roughly about, what, $1,800, $1,900 a year difference? But we're talking budgets here. One common guideline about how much to spend when acquiring a new or new-to-you vehicle is what they call the 24-10 rule, which suggests making a 20% down payment, taking out a four-year or shorter loan, and spending no more than 10% of your monthly take-home pay on car-related expenses. (laughs) Hmm. and that's how they get to $100,000. If you're looking at spending almost and we're rounding up, it's, you know, 48,000 and change. I'm rounding up to 50,000. Cuz it's actually 48,451 for a new one. Let's say 50, we'll keep the numbers right. You put 20% down. That's what. $10,000. So you're financing $40,000. All right. If you get a 48-month loan, if you can swallow that, you're going to be paying a year in principle $10,000 or darn near what? 750-800 a month before interest a month with interest on top of that to keep it that tight. That does not include insurance, maintenance, gasoline on top of that. And if you're paying 50 grand, you know that insurance is not going to be cheap either. That could be another $100, $200 a month on top of that. So what are people doing? What are people doing? Well, the share of car buyers who have monthly auto payments of 1000 or more has hit a record 17.5% in the third quarter. Almost one out of five Americans right now have a car payment north of $1,000 a month. And it's growing. And they say, uh, the folks in the know, uh, at bank rate, a lot of households have more than one car payment. This is one car payment. Can you imagine if you have more than one and you're trying to make this work? Yeah, it's not working. It's not working. Now, they give an example. They, they look at bank rate, uses a hypothetical car buying scenario for that average price card, 48 grand. Include taking into account the trade in value of existing vehicle. Let's say you knock some money off the sticker price, and that 48 grand you're financing 40, 40 grand at seven and a half percent for five years. That's $800 monthly payment, which means if you want to keep that payment at 10% of your income, you would need to make $96,100 a year to make that keep it right there. Some folks are even more draconian. Uh, In the case of uh, personal finance uh, writer Sam Dogen uh, of the Financial Samurai blog, he takes a more extreme view. He says, the purchase price price of your car, the sales price, what you actually buy the car for, should be one-tenth of your annual gross income. (laughs) That means if you follow him, and if you follow the median income of Americans, which is right now median income, median household income is about $74,580. And under his example, the most you should pay for a car is $7,458. If you wanted to buy the average price car and stay within his recommended guidelines, you'd have to make more than $480,000. Because remember, he's talking about the purchase price staying 10% of your income. That's extreme. That's extreme. Another common piece of advice is the value of a car you can afford is roughly half your annual income. And that's a certified planner in Bloomington, Minnesota. So the average par- car price is around 50 grand, which means a person with $100,000 of income would fall within that guideline. If you're not there, what are you doing? Chances are, you're paying probably 30%, 40% and going without some stuff. Here's something that the article doesn't say. On average, That shiny piece of metal parked in your driveway, you only run that vehicle five hours out of every 168, (coughs) excuse me, that thing sits in your driveway most of the time or at work. It spends more time sitting than running. Think about that for a minute. So what's happening is that most U.S. households can't afford a new car. If $100,000 is the annual income necessary, then only about 37.5% of U.S. households can manage the purchase. As a result, guess what? Auto loans and auto loan delinquencies have increased very quickly. Gee, people getting caught in the squeeze of higher interest rates, um, higher—you know the higher cost of buying a vehicle, getting into the situation of trying to afford it, and barely making it. And that's what's going on right now. So, yeah, chances are, is that sheet metal worth it? Because right now, that's probably what's messing up your household budget, is what you got parked in your driveway. We've come to the end of our program. Be sure to join me again next time right here. This has been the Tech Mobility Show. The Tech Mobility Show is a copywritten production of Tech Mobility Productions, Incorporated. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Tech Mobility Productions, Incorporated.